served us so well in past times, when death was acknowledged to be inevitable. Instead of dying in a dear and familiar room with people we love around us, we now die in ambulances and emergency rooms and intensive care units, our loved ones separated from us by the machinery of life preservation. This is a book about real events. Everything described really happened to someone sometime in the last 40 years. To preserve the anonymity of the people described, almost all the names have been changed, along with their jobs and sometimes their gender or ethnicity. Because these are stories rather than case histories, sometimes the experience of several people is woven into a single individual's narrative to allow specific aspects of the journey to be depicted. Many of the situations may seem familiar because, despite our averted gaze, death is unavoidable and these accounts will have parallels in many people's own experience. Because most of my career has been spent working in palliative care, it is inevitable that most of these stories are about people who have had access to palliative care specialists. This generally means that any challenging physical symptoms have been engaged with and usually reasonably well controlled, and emotional symptoms are being addressed. Palliative care is not solely concerned with dying. Excellent symptom management should be accessible to people of all diagnoses at any stage of their illness when they require it. That is the broad remit of the specialty of palliative medicine. The majority of our patients, however, are in the last months of their lives, and this gives us a particular insight into the way people live when they know that they are dying. It is that part of our experience that I'm seeking to convey in these stories, how the dying, like the rest of us, are mainly getting on with living. In the main, I'm offering the reader my eyes and ears, my seat at the bedside, my place in the conversations, and my perspective on events. Where there are lessons for us, these are the gifts of the people whose stories are collected here. Where there are mistakes, they are entirely my own. It's time to talk about dying. This is my way of promoting the conversation. Reading the label. Medicines usually have a label that says, take as directed. This helps us to get the intended benefit from the prescription and to avoid under or overdosing. The prescriber should have described what the medicine is for and agreed a dosing schedule with the patient who can then choose whether or not to follow the medical advice. The label also often includes a health warning to ensure that patients know about any potential hazards. Perhaps it will help you to decide how best to approach this book if I describe what it's for and what kind of dosing schedule I had in mind. And yes, there is a health warning too. This book is a series of stories based on real events and the intention is to allow the reader to experience what happens when people are approaching the ends of their lives, how they cope, how they live, what matters most, how dying evolves, what a deathbed is like, how families react. 
It's a tiny glimpse into a phenomenon that is happening somewhere around us every single day. By encountering death many thousands of times, I have come to a view that there is usually little to fear and much to prepare for. Sadly, I regularly meet patients and families who believe the opposite, that death is dreadful and talking about it or preparing for it will be unbearably sad or frightening. The purpose of this book is to enable people to become familiar with the process of dying. To achieve this, the stories have been grouped into themes, beginning with stories that describe the unfolding and evolution of dying and the variety of ways in which people respond to it. Throughout the book, each story can stand alone to satisfy readers who like to dip in and out at random, but there is a gradual progression from more concrete...